Welcome to TLDR. I'm your host, Hunter Guthrie, certified financial wizard. And your co-host, Jake Webster, professional helper and real estate guru. We talk with business owners, entrepreneurs on how to grow, lead, and triumph in all areas of life. And of course, how to take that business of yours and make it outstanding. We are coming to you from Anchorage, Alaska, and we just wanted to give a quick shout out to our amazing recording space. This beautiful studio is here at First Rate Financial, so if you are uh, interested in recording your own podcast videos, anything like that, um, check them out. Um, an amazing company, and if you want to hear from them, we have the, one of the co-owners on episode three, um, so check that episode out and um, you know check out what this amazing company is doing. All right, so we are um, here with uh, Molly B. and... Um, Molly Biz, I should say, and um, she is a serial entrepreneur. She's been doing a lot of businesses, and she has, I think, started 13 now, if I remember correctly off the top of my head, Um, and the latest one is creating some amazing uh, gourmet cookies, um, which are wonderful. I've tried some. Um, She was just talking about before, like, if you bring them somewhere, even if you're on a diet, you're going to, you know, you have to try it at the very least, and that was definitely my case at that, uh, that event, so it was great. And, um, you know, she has now gone from being just an Alaskan and started hitting the national stage and been uh, on a couple of TV shows, QVC, and then coming up on a Wheel of Fortune. So she's doing amazing and great things. And um, we're very delighted to have her here with us. Welcome, Molly. I'm happy to be here. Thanks for working this out. I'm glad that uh, Hunter is healthy and that we can do this and, and, uh, you know, talk about lots of fun things. So what do you got? Yeah. Yeah, I'll try not to die on the, you know, if anything, if I'm a die coughing, I'll, I'll mute myself. So yeah, <laughs> for people listening, we are all zoomed in. Hunter is homesick. Molly is uh, working from home, it looks like. And I'm home in the office, studio. Yeah. yeah. So this is a completely zoomed in episode. So apologies if the audio isn't up to par. Uh, Molly, you're Yo. 13 businesses. That I didn't. Yeah, I think 14 actually. I think Molly B's is 14. And now 15, 16. I think I'm up to 17. So, what is Molly B's? What was. What'd you say, Hunter? I said, oh, 17. Never mind. I just. (laughs) There's some of them that are are getting ready to launch that people don't know about, and some that I like invented a thing and stuff. Gotcha. So, what? what, Officially. uh, yeah. Yeah. The ones that you claim. So yeah. what, what is the project that you're working on right now? Tell me, tell us a little bit about that. Okay. Well, the cookies, obviously, <clears throat> and um, every day we get approached by new people. So I've got a hair in my mouth. Um, so one thing that was kind of cool is, um, well, I can just tell you a little background about where I came from and how I started and all the fun stuff. If you want to get down to that. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. <clears throat> so I've like, I lived in Soldana, Alaska for over 40 years. And my parents were serial entrepreneurs. So I like really got the bug to do it myself. So like um, in high school, I started my first little business. Then after high school, I um, actually married my high school sweetheart, moved to San Diego because he joined the Marine Corps. And then I ended up divorcing him and moving home after just a year. And And then I started my very first actual business. And 
funny enough, it was called Molly's Flower Factory. And this is before the internet. And this is before people were branding vehicles or anything. And in this little town of 4,000 people in rural Alaska, I decided I really wanted to like stand out and do something weird. Because I really have noticed that when you do something weird, a hook that no one else is doing, it's going to get the, the attention of everybody. So <clears throat> I had just a delivery van that I had. And I there was a sticker company next to my um, in the mini mall that I was in. And I said, I want my van to look like the Scooby-Doo van. And I wanted to say, put the pedal to the metal that spelled out in flower pedal. And then I want it to say flower power on the hood. And that's going to, and I want to, I said, I want people to look at it and go, what the hell was that? <laughs> when I drive by, I said, that is my goal. That is what I want. And so it was also my personal vehicle. So everywhere I drove, I got, you know, lots of attention. And I started that business by borrowing $10,000 on my dad's credit card. And I ended up getting my second delivery van about eight months into it. Both flower shops that were in town shut down. I would ended up the only gig in town except for the grocery store. And in a year and a half, I sold it for a hundred thousand dollars. Oh my god! So that was my very first like attempt. And at the time, I had a one-year-old and I was pregnant again while doing it all. And I was just a hustler. But it was so much fun. I'm like, I got to do that again. You know, it was just someone came and said, I want to buy your flower shop, and it wasn't even for sale. And I'm like okay, what do you want wow. to pay for it? Like, I didn't even know. But it, from that moment, it just like gave me this bug that like, now what am I going to do? You know? And I, I just yeah. went from there and I started the antique shop. And then I did like a story called the perfect present. Cause my kids were really into blues clues. And there was a little <laughs> store there called the perfect present. And I'm like, I love that name. I'm going to have to use it and like make an entire business around it. So that's what I did. And it was fun. It was a little gift basket business and someone bought it and it just kind of went from there. People were buying my businesses. I, I real quickly became a business developer. I was um, actually the very first person to bring roller derby into Alaska. Um, and then I did uh, all, just lots of different things. And But the very last one that I started was, um, or that I owned was Hooligans Lodging and Saloon in Soldotna, Alaska. My mom um, had, uh, had a stroke and got Alzheimer's. And she said to me, um, your brothers don't want this and you have to buy it from me. <laughs> I'm like, I, I don't want a bar and I don't want to lodge. I don't, I have, you know, little kids. And she's like, no, um, I, I want you to, to buy this business from me. And you have, and I, I really felt like I was excited that she like wanted me to, cause it was a huge honor. But at right. the same time, I knew it was a ton of work. Like it was like 25 to 50 employees, depending on the season and, you know, I knew that my family life of being a mom was going to be, you know, risky at best, you know, to be able to go in there and do it all. But I did it all. And I did it all for about 15 years. And wow. it really launched just amazing. And I was really big about bringing like um, national acts to the Kenai Peninsula, because I really wanted this little tiny town to have crazy acts. So I had like, um, I think the first one I did was White Lion game. <laughs> that was kind of fun. And then um, I had, I don't know, like Alice Cooper's daughter is in a, is in a um, band. She came, we had Hell's Bells, we had Sick Puppies, lots of people. So I ended up like collaborating with like Chilkoot Charlie's and all these different bars in Anchorage and Fairbanks. And so we'd bring someone down, we'd split the flights for them to get here. There's a writer. Do you know what a writer is? You mm. might not know, but you might know that the writer's mm. a so we'd figure out what we needed to get on the writer. And for those of you that don't know what a writer is, a writer is like when someone is getting ready to um, 
It's their list of demands. It's, yeah, it's like a series of demands. That's right. On It's like if you want Barbara Streisand, you can have her, but she has to have all white towels and you have to have only white M&Ms or whatever. That's called a writer. So, you know, some of the writers were outrageous, but some of them were some. You know what is funny? This is the best part about all that life to me was that the more famous they were, the less they wanted. They just didn't care. And they just went with the flow and they were so cool. That and that, that's what I learned. I, you know, and then the, the local acts were the worst. They were like, we have to have, you know, this and this and this, and we have to have this and we're going to start at this. And they were really, really, and when I say local, I mean, local Soldat and Akinai, you know, because they were, they were, you know, what do they call it? Like local famous, small town famous or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And so they Big were- a little pond major major power trips with them so but the more famous they got the cooler they were i remember when um what is the name of alice cooper's daughter um her her band it's also alice cooper's bass player is in the band he's like the lead singer i don't know why i can't remember the name of that band anyway, i'm looking it up right now good I good know. yeah this it's anyway but we ended up like after they did their performance we ended up shutting the doors and um, having a private party with them. And I just let them do whatever they wanted to do. And they ended up going and like doing acoustic sets. They were going behind the counter and getting themselves shots. So, you know, we weren't selling anything. So it was fine that we could just do what we wanted to do. We went in the back and fried up French fries for them, you know, and it, they, <laughs> we just chilled out with them for like, you know, four hours, you know, yeah. and it was like them and like 30 of my best customers. And it just gave this cool experience, you know, so that was pretty neat, but um, I ended up uh, ready to sell that business. It had kind of slowly went downhill with things that I don't even want to really want to get into, but some, some unexpected financial situations had happened in my life that um, shouldn't have, that weren't my fault, and that I, I didn't want to throw anyone under the bus or, or call anyone out, so I just took it like a big girl, and uh and dealt with it. So I finally uh, sold the business, which was fantastic. And um, the people that bought it ended up frauding me. So I sold it for a certain amount of money. And <clears throat> they, uh, like 10 minutes before we were getting ready to sell the business and they were going to sign on it to close, they said, well, can, will you own or finance what we owe you, the balance of what's left over or whatever? And I said, sure, yeah, that's fine. Because I trusted them. I knew them. They were local. And uh, they never paid me. And, oh, wow. and so I was down to my last 150 bucks, but I had all this knowledge. Mm -hmm. I had 35 years of, you know, food and beverage and everything. And, and I thought, what in the wild, wild world of sports am I about to do now? You know? And um, so I had a friend that had a food trailer that said I could borrow it for six weeks. And um, so I borrowed it. And with my 150 bucks, I literally got a business license and I had to get an, and it was like, now I have $90. So we had to, you know, like it was like so intense. And um, I started selling um, halibut tacos on the side of the road right there on the main strip in Soldatna. And people were going crazy over these halibut tacos, but they kept asking me for something sweet. Well, I was like, I guess I'm gonna have to make something sweet. And it was my son and I, I was a single mom at this time. I wasn't married. And um, so we started making cookies and people were coming for the cookies. And pretty soon we're like, 
there and we've got like a line of people in the front and a line of people in the back like someone's knocking on the door we open up the door and they're in a car there's like a line of cars waiting they're like i don't care what cookies you have we i'll just take all of them i'm oh like my, God. my son is like that says something <laughs> i know my mom my son was like mom you better start making more cookies i'm like seriously like holy crap what is happening right now and so um it just went from there it was just crazy and so i had to give the food trailer back to the dude but during that time i found out that um Vanilla extract is made out of vodka. And in Alaska, when you um, sell a bar, you're not allowed to transfer the liquor anymore. They have to get their own liquor license and buy their own liquor. So I had a garage full of booze. And so I figured out by research on Google and YouTube and everything, I figured out how to make every single one of those boozes into extracts by using my Instapot in 40 minutes. So in three days, I had converted all the booze in my garage to different extracts. So now I'm making cookies wow. with whiskey extracts. So there's no alcohol because I don't want the liability, but it's got this amazing flavor. I've got rum, I've got Kahlua, I've got, you know, Jack Daniels. It didn't matter. And I would, and so I started selling these cookies at the food truck and people were like, these are incredible. And that's what happened is they kept coming back and coming back. And so now they want three tacos and 12 cookies. You know, it just went crazy. And uh, that's how the business kind of started. It was just, it was local love, honestly. And then, you know, Soldatna in the summertime, there's lots of uh, people that come from out of town. And uh, I, at the end of the season, I ended up having to give the food trailer back. But I had, I realized that this cookie business was something. So I Wind started up street, a shoot. cookie of the month club. And so I paid off all my bills. I was able to get all caught up. At the same time, I'm suing these people who fraud me. By my, and I met, found a lawyer that would work for cookies. So I would write out all of my, <laughs> oh my stuff. I would like do a template of it. And then I would email it to him. I'm like, how does this look? And he's like, it looks like that's worth 12 chocolate chip cookies. He didn't even like my boozy cookies. He just wanted regular chocolate chip cookies. And so I don't, honestly, I can't remember his name. I have him as a cookie lawyer on my phone. That's too funny. <laughs> But he so whenever so you need legal nice. advice, you just he may not want other people to nothing, know that. <laughs> What's that? No, I was just saying now, whenever you need legal advice, you know, you just got to make up a dozen chocolate cookies. And I'm telling you, he's on retainer. I'm always packing. If you guys <laughs> see me ever just be like, Molly, you got any cookies? I'm always packing. Always. <laughs> I love the it's like booze to baking. The I know what an idea, uh, to take, I mean, just to pivot to create this. This perceived, I mean, it's not a failure, but this, this. Yeah, it was scary. Right. I yeah, drove a you... Mercedes and I had a mortgage and I had 150 bucks. Like a lot of people would like start applying for loans or whatever, but I didn't have a job. You know, right. <laughs> it's just like, ah, what, what am I going to do? Yeah. And luckily I'm down there. Country Foods was my food wholesaler that I had worked with for the 15 years I had hooligans. And they um, gave me a line of credit of $500, which lasted me five uh, five days. And I, and that is what really helped. They let me get my, like how I did hell about hot tacos. So I got all the groceries from them. And that was tremendous at that moment in my life. Mm -hmm. That's, that's incredible. It is incredible. There's, there's a couple things. Um, I mean, one, I personally am super curious about, uh, that first experience, uh, getting the, the flower shop. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the whole process. I know that it doesn't. Uh, what was the stat, Hunter, that we just heard? It was, I think it was seven percent or eighty percent of all 
all businesses that are actually buttoned up, listed for sale, will sell or oh. will won't 20. sell. Yeah, twenty percent sell. Twenty percent sell. Every business that I wanted to sell, I sold. Right. So what? What? What did you learn? What are What are the keys to success there? I mean, spark so notes. Maybe here's what you do. Like for the flower business, we'll just talk about that. But you can usually you can do this with any business. So there's always middlemen. And you're always paying for those middlemen. So in the flower business, what happens is there is what's called a flower warehouse. And so if you're getting, you know, roses from Ecuador or tulips from Holland or wherever, they fly them from all over the place and then they go in this big warehouse. And once they're in the warehouse, they might be sitting there a week or two by the time you order them and they are like, yeah, we've got one bunch of those left and you get them in your shop. So right. that's why a lot of flowers only last three days. What I did is I got the phone number directly to Ecuador, directly to Holland, and I called them direct and flew those flowers directly to me. So my flowers lasted almost three weeks wow. compared to the competition. And I had the flower shop owners from that town coming in going, what are you doing? And I'm like, nothing. But, um, and that's, that was really, really. And then the other thing that was really successful for that business is, um, it was 3000 square feet and to start a business on somebody's credit card for, of $10,000 loan, you know, it's, that's not going to cover a lot of square footage. So I decided to make little booths, like a craft store all over the plate, all over the whole entire place. And I gave them eight by 10 booths and said, you can decorate it. You can put up walls, you can hang stuff from the ceiling or whatever. And I charge them a hundred dollars for each booth a month. And then um, I would uh, every week give them their money for, but uh, my, my, uh, you know, employees would sell their stuff for them. My cash register had exactly 45 numbers on it. So everyone was assigned a number for their booth and we just did it that way. And I paid my rent and I made money from it. So that was huge. Like it was, it really worked really well. And I didn't, um, I didn't do a partnership with them. I didn't want that. Partnerships are tough. I've tried one of those before. It wasn't awesome for me. Some people are very successful with them, but a lot of people get weird when money's involved. So I just, right. I yeah. just took their, you know, the customer's money and then I would give it back to the, to the people of the craft area, you know, or whatever. And I ended up having 45 vendors and a list of 45 people coming from Fairbanks and Anchorage and everywhere that wanted a booth in this little flower shop. Not little, it was 3000 square feet, but yeah. So that really oh helped gosh. too. In Soldat, a 3000 square foot flower shop in Soldotna, Alaska. It was if you, two stories. I encourage anyone listening right now to Google the population of Soldotna, Alaska. Yeah. It's small. It's a small town. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, you get to burst through summer, but that's incredible. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was very, but it was just that one simple step of going directly to the source and not using the middleman. And I do that also with my cookies. You know, I was like, what's the best chocolate out there? Ghirardelli. I love Ghirardelli. I'm just going to call them and see if I can get my cookie, my chocolate directly through them instead of going through a wholesaler, which is what the actual cookie factory was doing. Mm. And so I got on the phone and not only did I get to get it for wholesale from Ghirardelli, but also they barged it to me for free and they let me put Ghirardelli on my packaging. So now it says that on my label right here that I have Ghirardelli chocolate in my cookies. Oh my gosh. So was that just because you, you finesse the situation or is that a perk of, of setting up a, a wholesale account with them or... 
Well, it was two things. So in order for me to put Ghirardelli on my packaging, they had to have a whole team approve it. So I had to send them cookies. They had to have a meeting about it and everything. This meeting has been upgraded. All right. <laughs> okay. I love getting upgraded. Anyway, so so yeah, it was it was not an overnight thing. But that's what I've learned in this business is you just ask. Just ask for what you want. And it's amazing how many people say yes. It's that, crazy. So it, it sounds like more you just had the audacity to ask and that worked out. Well, it's, it's you, you got to be brave. People are yeah. like, I'm just going to stay in my little, my little thing. And I can't do that. Or that sounds crazy. If it sounds crazy, probably you should do it. Probably well, you should make that call. I think we need to spend a little more time, if not the remainder of this time talking about mindset. I, I want to go yeah. into the practical side of this thing, but the biggest thing I'm pulling out just talking to you is these, these, uh, crossroads in your life where you encountered something that could have knocked someone down, taken them out of the game forever. You, yeah. you not only turned that around with a positive perspective, but that allowed you to have energy to see a solution and turn that into a profitable, uh, I just, how in the world that's, <laughs> it's not a natural ability, right? You've had, you've, there's things in your life. I mean, there's certain natural ability, but anyone can change their perspective anyone can grow their mindset mm -hmm. what t just shower us right now like <laughs> you well, got a lot what? of positive energy right now I, right now this is how I, this is, I, I imagine i mean you've like from the very beginning i'm just i we may need to put out the video for how many times i've dropped my jaw <laughs> <laughs> well um the one thing that i saw is you know um damon johnson from shark tank mm -hmm. and i've heard he said a quote and i i'm sure it's been said before but it really like highlighted when he said it like no big thing started big it always started small like if you think about it you know so people like starting out like labeling and sticker stickering and everything and then pretty soon you get the package that's already printed and everything it takes it takes time but the difference between the people who are super successful and the ones who aren't is the super successful ones didn't give up when things were getting hard. They weren't like, oh, that didn't work. And listen to people saying, that's not gonna work. You know how many people told me after what happened to me at Hooligans, I should declare bankruptcy? Both my parents, my lawyer, everybody, the people who bought the building, I was like, I'm gonna sue you. And they're like, you need to declare bankruptcy. I mean, it was bad. I'm like, I'm not going to, I refuse to, I will get through this and you're gonna just watch, just watch. Hmm. And that drove me. Really, where did, I love it. Tell where me does that come from? So it's like the, the competitive nature. I'm the, so competitive. Yeah. Fun fact, back in 19, what year was 19? Let's see, 1999, 98 or 99. I was the Alaska champion for Monopoly. <laughs> and wow. Then, I had to fly to um, Las Vegas for nationals. I didn't even know. I thought I was going for a free buffet and to play a game. And then they're like, you won the, the thing. I'm like, I won what? And they're oh like, yeah, my God. So then I love games. And so then I go to the national monopoly championship. The whole floor in this ballroom is the monopoly board. So you're like walking around on park place and everything, you know, and, uh, then every game is timed. You're not allowed to use free parking for free money. It's just a free park. Like everything's like yeah. 
not as cool as when you're at home, you know? But like, you know, that guy, Mr. Monopoly, his actual name is Rich Uncle Pennybags. And he is the commentary for the whole thing. So he's walking around going, Molly has just got uh, back three spaces, you know, <laughs> whatever. But I ended up second in the nation at that, cha- at that thing. Oh my God. Do you, you know, is like there money in Monopoly? Or something. Huh? Is there prize money in this? Only for first place. I got oh. a Monopoly board, which by this time I was kind of sick of it. You know, yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I can you. imagine. So this is, I mean, an ability th- to think strategically, to, to see all the pieces and figure out how to sure. make that work for you. To you not have just... to work backwards. Okay. Some people are like, what in the world is working backwards? So working backwards is what's your goal? My goal Right now, because I'm a goal setter, I set goals constantly. My current goal is I got to be in target. That's the thing. I'm going to be in target. I'm going to, I've already talked to the buyers. It's like, it's starting to go into motion. They've got, they love my cookies. We're in talks right now. But in order to make that happen, I had to figure out what they wanted and how to make it happen and what boxes they would look, what would look good. So this here, this floor display here, I created that just for target stores. Now it's going into all stores, but uh, it was created just for Target stores because I wanted something to be flashy. And I wanted to have something that people would stop and be like, what the heck is that? Just like when I did my van when I, you know, back in the 90s, Mm. same sort of thing. And so you work backwards. So you're like, okay, what would they want? What is their consumer like? What's the price point like for that consumer? What, you know, and you have to, how do I do that? Well, how am I going to make $9,500 $9,500 or 9,500 stores worth of cookies. Well, I'm going to have to find a cookie factory and how do they get shipped? And I'm going to have to find a trucking, you know, and how does that happen? Well, you got to find a drop shipper and all these things. And do you have a broker? What the hell is a cookie broker? Like, yeah, you know, I've had to learn all these things, but mm. Google is my best friend. <laughs> like, you know, it has helped me along the way. So it just starts with asking a question and just ask and taking a little bit of ownership. You know, that it, it definitely doesn't sound like you struggle with any sort of victim mentality. <laughs> no, I mean, when I screw up, I'm the first one to say, man, I did that. And I'm sorry. Like, you know, a perfect example. Here's a beautiful example of, of what happened to me when I owned the lodge. Hotel Impossible came. I don't know if you saw this, but it was like, it was horrific. It was so bad. But I thought they're here to save the day. You know, I thought they were going to help me because I had just been embezzled like $45,000 from some guy I hired off Craigslist. Oh my gosh. <laughs> just seeing that, I feel like an idiot. Anyway, so um, he came and he was like, you know, had all these ideas. I did everything he said and then things got weird. And so I ended up like almost losing hooligans and it was horrible. And so randomly Hotel Impossible calls me and they're like, hey, we're going to be in your state. And do you want to get some rooms remodeled? And I was like, well, who says no to that? I'd never (laughs) seen this show before. And I was like, yeah, of course I do. And they're like, great. Well, we are going to be there this week. So can you be available this week? I'm like, yes, that's amazing. So I'm like, this is my golden ticket. Like this is going to be the best thing in all the land that's ever happened to me. And so um, Hooligans was the oldest building in Soldana. So it was quirky. I'm constantly remodeling it because things are going wrong all the time. Mm-hmm. And in, in hooligans, there was always up the hall in the hallway on the lodge side, down three smoke detectors was one that the battery went out like every month we had to replace the batteries and it would trigger this panel saying, you know, you got to replace the batteries. Well, hotel impossible comes 
And they are like, don't fix that. We're going to use that for part of the show. And I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. And so I don't think anything of it. And I'm like, but listen, you guys, like my office right now is a mess because my husband and I are having a house bill. So we're literally living here. So we're using it as a storage unit. So please just don't film in there. And they're like, cool, no problem. Guess what they do? They not only call me out as a hoarder. Oh my <laughs> gosh. They base the entire show around me going to kill people in the most dangerous hotel in Alaska or in America, I think, because of my fire alarm system. Oh my gosh. I'm not kidding you. I was mortified. I thought that this was going to be the best thing in the land and it turned out to be horrific. Right. I mean, so bad. And so... I learned a lot though. You know, I, I went back and I watched it when it happened. I was humiliated, you know, and, and I listened, but then at first I thought all my employees were against me. None of them had my back or anything, but I know that they were manipulated by this stuff, but I went back and I watched it again. And I was like, no, man, they totally, they loved me. Those people loved me. And, um, but it took me like two years to go back and watch it again. Mm. And they keep running it on reruns. Oh my God. It's so annoying. But anyway, <laughs> they call me out as a liar and stuff on things that I absolutely didn't lie about. I didn't. Huh. And, um, it was just, it was just too bad. I've actually reached out to them and told them how awesome I think they are. But you know, that, was, <laughs> that was something that was, you know, that was a, a big moment in my life to like really humble myself and, Literally, because it was such a little town, I hid for about a month. I didn't mm. go to the grocery store. We didn't have Instacart. I just sent friends to go get it. <laughs> like I, but I was oh so embarrassed, you know, because they said all things that you know, weren't true and or were kind of true and they made them worse, you know. So uh, that was the story of Hotel Impossible. It was just, it was gnarly. And I, I ended up, you know, they remodel a room and they make a big deal about it. So they remodeled my they went in and quote unquote cleaned out my office and remodeled our front lobby that's what they did that was their big the big show of it and they shoved everything that they took out of my office just into another room and also the stuff that was in their lobby they just shoved it into another room so when they left we had everything was organized even though it was a mess they had made it all a mess and we had to go in and i had to pay employees to go through and help me reorganize everything somebody needs to make a reality show about reality shows I think <laughs> I know I would, I know I'm, I am like so scared of that sort of thing now. Between yeah. That other things that's just, well, like, we I promise to not do that. <laughs> we promise. Thank you. Thank <laughs> well, you. Molly. I, I, very, very, very light editing. Keep, I keep it all intact. <laughs> yeah. We want this pretty raw. Very organic. Even if you tell me to edit something out, I'm like, nah. send it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Molly, I appreciate just, I mean, the encouragement, your, your story is an encouragement to me. I think we might have to have you back on here, maybe as a reoccurring figure, just to speak some encouragement out there. Absolutely. I'm down. That any, any last, uh, words of wisdom you want to lead us, leave us with any, any yeah, valuable. Absolutely. Just don't give up. Like if you really are believing in something, whether it be a promotion at work or, you know, find out what they're needing and how to go the extra mile for that. Or if you have a business and you're really struggling, find something different and weird. Like I'm the only boozy cookie in the nation. I mean, do so. And I put hot Cheetos on one of my cookies, do weird things. Mm. Tequila, hot Cheetos and sun-dried mangoes and white chocolate is my hot mess cookie. <laughs> and people love those, you know? And so but number one, don't be afraid to ask big, big questions to big, big people. 
mm. Garadelli, or I actually tracked down the guy who, who invented hot Cheetos. Wow. And I've spoken to him. He's going to have my cookies at his movie premiere with um, Eva Longoria and stuff. Like, this it, is life is crazy. You, but you just call, just make the connection. Have Everyone you, loves cookies. Have you ever read Four Hour Work Week? I don't read books, I just write them. You <laughs> drop, mic drop. Okay, let's end it right there. <laughs> That was I read the, the Bible. I read the Bible every day. I, I'm a Jesus freak. That's awesome. Probably, there's a ton of good stuff in Proverbs, too, even if you uh, don't subscribe. It's a whole truth. Molly, I appreciate that. You, uh, If you don't know the name, Tim Ferriss is uh, a guy that I love, and you are exuding uh, that energy. Uh, uh, ownership, progress over perfection is something we harp on here. Um, and I I mean, personally, I'm I'm encouraged. I, yeah. I go out and do it. Yeah, we do have. We have to go to the question, though. I mean, she's already done a ton of failures, but I we have like honestly, questions. I was That's gonna the skip question. the question for the sake of time. This is full transparency. We may may edit this outpost, but we're at thirty seven minutes. Okay. So yeah. if we can do the question in three, maybe two, we only have forty minutes on Zoom of recording time. No, no we don't. We're good. It just gave me the forty yeah, minutes have- ten minutes ago. It. Said we had no time limit, but okay. Oh, okay. I read it <laughs> wrong. Then. Let's forth. go. Let's go. So well, we've already kind of covered this, but the good, the bad, the ugly. We want to focus on the ugly. What is a time in your career where something ugly happened? I think you already went to a pretty good example, but anything else uh, that you uh, you learned through a failure or something that was ugly? Go with your instincts. Like if something seems weird or a reporter seems drunk, don't go in the room. Okay. That's all I'll say. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That's. I think instincts are important. Fair enough. Yeah, read between the lines. It's a little cryptic, but there's value there. (laughs) There's a lot of value there. (laughs) Thank you, Molly. I I appreciate this. The great energy. I wish you all the success. Uh, If someone wants some cookies, where do they go? So mollybz.com, okay. you can get cookies, you can um, get the link for my TV show, you can get the link for my book or my podcast. And also I just started an affiliate program. So if you want to make money by selling my cookies and advertising them, you can sign up for the affiliate program and you get 10% um, of all sales. And then once you hit a thousand, you get 15% of all sales. And once you hit 2,500, you get 20% of all sales. Wow. That just, I mean, jaw dropping out of the box thinking that's, that's awesome. What, uh, you know, feel free to tell me to go pound sand if this is too, uh, too, uh, direct, but what, what do you got in the pipeline? What should we be looking out for? Sure. So, um, I'm actually working on, um, I have, uh, the invention, the cookie cooker. I don't know if you know about that, where you bake a cookie in 30 seconds in the microwave using my proprietor. Um, it's patent pending right now. Um, and it bakes it. So a lot of times when you cook dough in the microwave, it's really rubbery or like burnt. But mm-hmm. with this little um, disc that I've invented, you can bake it perfectly in 30 seconds. So it's really great for like college dorms or that sort of thing, you know. And then um, with that, we're working on uh, the biscuit baker and the pizza piper. We're going to do all the whole series. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. Okay. So three products all around baking. That uh, And are you trying to get those launched in a store? Or is so, it 
Yeah, but I've been approached by like uh, as seen on TV, like infomercial type thing that I think would be fun. I yeah. think I'd have a great time doing it. I hey, could see you out good. there. That yeah, your energy is intoxicating. It's and, uh, really, yeah, apparently, apparently her ago, brain never stops either. So two days ago, I got approached by a um, a clothing company that wants to do a whole baking line. So. <laughs> That'll be fun. <laughs> and it <laughs> all started with with a question. It's gonna say like um I've got all the I've got all my notes here. It'll things like that says um weird dough, but dough spelled with you know dough or fork it or um do you want a piece of this? <laughs> you know, with Okay, a okay, pie. okay. <laughs> yeah. Things like that. I mean, once I start seeing clothing come out with that, at least I'll know where it came from. Yeah, yeah. Well, baking is up 60% over um, 2019 from 20 and 21 because of COVID. People are home. They're doing cool things. And uh, and so if you, you know, it, it's it's a fun thing. You can mm, wear untapped market there. Yeah, it's it's a whole thing. And the, if they're funny and trendy, you know, I think I, there's another one that I think it said, um, what was it? Something about, um, oh, it shows a big cupcake and it says muffins that believed in miracles. that is awesome hunter any anything anything final no i mean it's it's incredible you just your brain never stops and you got so many ideas and coming up with all sorts of new things all the time it's it's a lot of fun and i also mentor people for free so if anybody needs help with the business or whatever absolutely reach out to me and i'm a plethora of information a lot of people saw me as a threat and wouldn't help me and so i had to just research and figure out how to get upc codes and nutrition labels and everything on my own but if you need that i'll give you the links i don't care so in case hunter hasn't shared this we have a uh, facebook group we'll invite you to and that's that's kind of the community we're starting so if people have questions they can connect with you directly yeah i'm in one of them that megan with elevated oats started um she uh hmm. one Beautiful. for Alaska entrepreneurs or whatever. And I've I've thrown some links out there or whatever. But I do I right now I think I'm into about 160 people. Wow. And she's You're trying incredible. to add more on you know. I know. She just invited more. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. I love it. If I can help them, I want to help them. I think that, you know, there's almost eight billion people in the world. I'm not worried about competition. Mm-mm. That's abundance there's mindset right for everybody. there. Yeah, there it's is enough for everybody. So everyone, don't freak out. Don't focus on what they're doing. You focus on what you're doing. That's it. Preach. Molly, I appreciate one more time. Just a big thank you from TLDR, Hunter, and myself. It you has bet. been a pleasure. We'll talk soon. Yes, we will. <laughs> <laughs> thanks a lot, you guys. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Go ahead and give us a follow on our Facebook page if you'd like to stay connected. And if you want to go deeper with us, join our Facebook group. And here you can join the conversation, you know, share resources with each other and uh, network with other like-minded people like yourselves. And if you know someone that would get value out of the episode today, we'd be honored if you shared the show with them. Until next time, progress over perfection. (laughs) 